0: A couple of years ago, in a Thanksgiving meal with some priest friends of mine, the priest friend who was there was telling me that Thanksgiving is his most favorite holiday. And uh, I thought he was being sarcastic because he doesn't really like turkey or mashed potatoes. And uh, whenever I know that coming to join us for the meal I would always have to prepare something different like beef or chicken because he wouldn't eat turkey at all and trying to be tolerant of his sarcasm I asked why is Thanksgiving your favorite holiday and he said well It's because every single Thanksgiving, my parish has more people attending Mass than usual. And the greatest part of it, it's not even a holiday of obligation. Yet, they are there. And this year, actually, it's a lot more pronounced as to the sentiments of the people about about what this day is all about and what it should start with, especially during this pandemic when the attendance is very limited, yet you guys are here. And uh, you exerted the effort. You probably woke up a little bit earlier than usual. In fact, I was particularly amazed at the 7.30 Mass, Uh, the church was already full at 7.05, and uh, we had to do another satellite location at the parish center, and I celebrated Mass there um, while Father Peter was celebrating here at 7.30 in the morning because there were more people uh, that we could accommodate, and I said, it doesn't feel good to turn away people, but it's amazing, you know, it's not a holiday of obligation. You did not have to be here, but you are here because you recognize that the greatest act of thanksgiving is the Eucharist. The word Eucharist itself comes from the Greek word Eucharistein, which means to, to give thanks, thanksgiving. And the Eucharist is the perpetual act of thanksgiving without exaggeration every single moment in the world a eucharist is celebrated somewhere else while we are sleeping there is another part in the world that's celebrating mass while while they are sleeping in that side of the world we are celebrating mass for them and this Mass is that just offered for those who are here today but It's always offered to every person in the whole world. It's an act of perpetual thanksgiving. With that response from that priest friend of mine, I realized that he was actually serious and not being sarcastic. He makes a beautiful and great point. You probably still have many things to do after this mass, I'm not sure. We can't really gather a lot nowadays, so I'm not sure what you're going to do. But pre-pandemic, you probably still had to do to stuff the turkey, to boil the green beans, potatoes to peel, or before, a football to watch. Yet you are here even though it isn't a day of obligation. Yet, it isn't a day of obligation, but it is a day of opportunity. A day of opportunity, an opportunity to express our gratitude to God for the many blessings that He poured or bestowed upon us and continues to pour and bestow on us. And It is an opportunity to pause and reflect on the goodness and the providential love of God. And you know, in the Eucharist at Mass, we realize God's greatest gift, His very Son, His very Self, so that we may have new life in Him. You know, very often in our own prayer life, we spend so much time on our knees asking for things. At least I can speak for myself pleading and asking god for this for that god help me with this keep me from this help me with this thing protect me from all these adversities we're always asking for something we tend to ask more lord grant me this and that but what comes after that what comes next after our asking the story about the ten lepers teaches us about what comes next after we ask, especially if what we plead for before God is granted and come and what comes next is an act of gratitude. you know I, I like the, I like to use the word g- gratitude more than thanksgiving it is a gratitude giving the word Gratitude, too, comes from the Latin word gratia, which means grace. And when we speak of grace, it's, it's something that we receive not because we're worthy of it, but rather it is something that we receive despite of who we are. That's the thing. Despite of who we are. We are grace, we are blessed, not because of who we are, and what we do and what we did but rather we received things despite of who we are because our God is a gracious and loving father so this is a day to give thanks to the Lord to express our act of gratitude in the story that we heard today in the gospel ten lepers asked to be healed and all of them were healed physically. But only one returned to thank Jesus. I've mentioned this before in, my, in another homily that 10 lepers asked for sanitation. That is the restoration of the bodily health. But only one returned for salvation. <laughs> we can be healed physically 10 were healed physically but only one was holistically healed healed body and soul only one was told stand up and go your faith has saved you your faith has saved you the other 10 did not go back to thank jesus because they saw faith purely as a means to an end. It's all about me. I come to Jesus because I am in need. I see him as a tool to be utilized. Yes, I believe that he could do this for me and all of that, but once I get what I want, once I get what I desire, then life continues for me just like before. Jesus is out of the picture again. And for them, Jesus was essentially a means to an end. Jesus was exploited to accomplish a goal. So remember this, that whenever we go back to God to thank Him, we are ultimately telling Him, Lord, I would not be able to exist without You. My life depends on You. My existence depends on You. You are my salvation. You know, for some people, probably... During this year, it's hard to give thanks because of the difficult situations that we're experiencing right now. It might be hard for some people to celebrate Thanksgiving this year due to the pandemic, due to sickness, due to a loss of a loved one, losing a job, or a recent divorce, and it seems that there is no reason to give thanks in the face of those situations. But we would realize that even in these difficult situations, the Lord continues to, to remind us of, of His closeness to us. That His blessings are closer to us than we may think. Every breath is a blessing every moment. As what, as what Sirach in the first reading proclaims, Bless the God of all who has done wondrous things on earth. And incredibly, we are part of that wonder, part of God's continuing creation in the world, and what a blessing to be able to say that. So let us make this day a kind of prayer, a kind of thanksgiving. You know, since most of us would not be able to do the usual thing that we normally do during this day, make this day truly be an intentional day for prayer. Beginning here, beginning now. And as the day unfolds, carry that prayer with you. Live it. Give it. Since we can't really do a lot of things, you know, we have mass today at 9, we finish, hopefully, before 10, and then say a little prayer at noon. Then say a little prayer at 3 p.m., at 6, at 9, You know, even just short ones, truly being intentional and deliberate to make this day truly a day of thanksgiving. Let's strive to remind ourselves of God's blessings whenever we find them, however they come to us, and to give thanks for them every day and in every moment. Happy Thanksgiving to each and every one of you.